What is up? And welcome back to the Red River Horror Podcast. I am your host, Joe Zakreski, and with me is the creator, founder of RedRiverHorror.com, Eddie Kayazo. Hi, Ed. Hey, Joe. Good evening. Good evening. How are you? Good. It's it's good to have a summer night uh-huh. that feels like every summer night should. No humidity. Yeah. The sun's just going down. Mm-hmm. And I think we have a few tales that people might want to hear on a night like this. Yes, that is correct. So what we said in the introduction to the podcast before we started recording is that we want to change things up. So not the same thing. We're not going to do a movie every single time. And that's what this episode's going to start us off with, whereas we're going to focus on some urban legends, some local lore. We're going to get into it, have a good time, you know. I was interested because we also said that we we're going to keep episodes short. And our, the first two went, went an hour. <laughs> yeah. Just out of excitement, I guess. But What's well, good? I, I just wanted to thank everybody listening. You're listening to the Red River Horror Podcast, episode number three. Yeah. Manor Road. Ooh. Simple title. Simple. And I want to thank everybody for listening. So last week when I checked on Pod Bay, mm-hmm. we were 165 out of 200. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I checked last night. Uh, from this recording, and we were number 60 on Podbase Top 200. So thank you guys very much for yes, listening. Yes, thank you very much. How exciting is that? Huh? Some great news for us. <laughs> so what we're going to be covering today for for our local lore is the one that everybody has heard of, which is that, you know, the Hook Man. So everyone, like, you know, I think everywhere has that story where it's the basic, you know, oh, a guy and a girl, they're in a car and then he gets out to go get something and says, stay here. And she stays behind and she's like, oh, he's not back. He's not back. And then when she gets out of it, she gets out of the car and checks and boom, there's a scratch on the door. And it's like, oh, sometimes she dies. I've heard it like a million different ways. Yeah. And then there's another and we'll probably get into this in some of the ones that we read. There's another where. The boyfriend gets out to go to the bathroom, take mm-hmm. a pee, and you hear, like, tapping on the top of the car. Right. You think that it's the boyfriend being goofy, messing around. The mm-hmm. girl's like, oh, no. But it's actually the boyfriend hanging. It's his feet. <laughs> Giving so, a little pitter-patter. On top of the, on mm-hmm. the, on the roof of the car. <sighs> so, as, as you had said, Joe, we're trying to... Diversify. Yes. I, I would love, believe me, I would love nothing more than to talk about my favorite horror movies every single week, but we'd probably run out of episodes before we can... Yeah. <laughs> it takes away from the fun of it. So we're going to be doing some more research, and then if you're listening and you have something that you want to bring to the table for us, please let us know, because we'd be glad to talk about it. So... Anyway, let's get down to let's get down to business. Where did you want to start with uh, how we first heard of it, or do you want to go right to the origin? Well, let's let's go. So, for local listeners, we Joe and I are local to Philadelphia. Yes, and I would be curious to know if anybody has heard it differently. So, I would like to start with the actual local tale of Manor Road. Perfect. That's the way we both heard. It. We both heard it the same. You actually told it to me. I think I heard it like once before that, but the Manor Road part is definitely I came from you, and I still drive down that road and still mention it 
to whoever's in my car. <laughs> well, it's <laughs> it's historic in that we were very young, but before we were even driving, mm-hmm. we had experienced Manor Road. Yeah. So I guess to kind of get into what the local legend is, so right outside, it's there's literally a dividing line of Northwestern Avenue. Right. On the in the northwest section of the city, that's where Joe and I hail from. Right on Ridge Pike, as it crosses over into Montgomery County. Mm-hmm. So you cross Northwestern Ave, you head into Montgomery County, and then to your left, a big beautiful golf course. Yes. But to get into that golf course, it's now currently the Ace Club. When we no, it's not. Oh, <laughs> now it's the Chub. Chub. Whatever. That's right. <laughs> Chub Ace. I still just say Eagle Lodge. That well, when we first experienced <laughs> Manor Eagle Road, Lodge, it was Eagle Lodge. And the Ace, and now Chub. So, is it or is it the Ace Club at Chub? I don't think so. It's still called the Ace Club. Is it really? But Chub owns okay. the facility. Like Chub bought conference. Ace. Or something like that. I think they just bought the. This property. isn't an insurance podcast. This is a. This is about horror. This is about horror. So anyway, anything that's more scary than insurance premiums, it's this <laughs> drive down Manor Road. Very good point. <laughs> because when you're young, things are so much bigger. Oh yeah. Absolutely. So so you're coming out of Philadelphia on Ridge Pike, or it's Ridge Ave, then it turns into Ridge Pike. You're making a left at that golf course if you're coming from the Philly side. You're mm-hmm. then in Montgomery County. And then you start the, it's pretty straight. I don't want to say it's windy. There are some windy moments, but then you start the straightaway Mm -hmm. to get into the wooded portion of Manor Road. And how I had heard it originally was, so I I don't know, and I think maybe we'll drive a bit and I might do an actual, for for, to post on YouTube or on redriverhorror.com, an actual drive through Manor Road so people can see this. Absolutely. But you get to a bridge that's, it, it's a very small bridge. Very small. Like, you you blink, you miss. Exactly. And people always slow down there. And there's obviously, it's a bridge, so there's a small little, like, stream mm-hmm. that runs through it. So the legend is, if you stop on that bridge, turn your lights off, and honk your horn three times, someone will come out and either tap on your glass, try to open your door, or that your car will stall and it won't move. Right. So that's the legend, is that something will happen when you stop on that white bridge. It used to be filled with graffiti. I think they cleaned it up. It, it is. It's either it wore off or someone painted it white again. <laughs> I don't know. It's like It's like white stone. And I would take people down there and, you know, shut shut the car completely off. It's pitch black. You can't, <laughs> there's no street lamps. Yep. And just do three slow honks. Luckily, no one ever came. I, I was going to say. Because. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been, and again, when you're younger, I, I would say 10, 11, 12 years old. I can't remember exactly. But when you're younger, it's that much bigger okay. and that much more big of a deal because you are in the middle of the woods on this br- this two-lane road. And you come to this bridge and then you, you do the necessary steps. And mm-hmm. yes, luckily no one ever came out because, of course, being the skeptics that we are, we had to try it. Yeah. <laughs> but it was just, you know, it's fun because you're sitting there and everyone's being quiet. And, you know, that first honk, it's like, uh, second honk, and it's like, 
we're really going to do it. <laughs> and you, you, just, you do feel a little something. Even though you know nothing's going to happen. There's just that little, you know, tangle up, up your spine. That's like, <laughs> what if? Right. And you want to, you, just to paint the picture for everybody, so you're going, you're traveling along this, in a 12-year-old's eyes, this long road, you stop at yeah. this white bridge, you turn the car off, you shut your lights off, whatever you do, you honk your horn three times, something happens, someone starts pulling on the door, we never, it was never explained what that something was, it's just the fear of something happening, like a good, suspenseful film, right. was always there. Yep. So, we made it out the very first time. We drove to the end, and at the end of that is the Schuylkill River, Mequon Station. Mm -hmm. But it's a creepy road yeah. for all intents and purposes because there's there's no lights on it. It's dark. Yeah, yeah and I mean, a lot of that was built up, um, I guess, like 15, 16 years ago now. But before then, there was a lot less back there. Yes. So it was really, really a lot of woods. Uh, and then, I don't know, we'll just keep going because our special guest... Is still making shout-outs to all of her fans. That's Pumpkin upstairs. <laughs> and I forgot. I'll post a picture of Pumpkin on social media. Yeah, absolutely. I don't think anybody's got an issue with Pumpkin. She's, you know, <laughs> she's just doing her thing. But if it gets out of control, we'll, we'll just have to hook her. <laughs> oh, oh, you're, you're giving away the punchline. Yeah, right. So the first time we traveled this road, when I was younger at that age, I, th I think it was my 12th birthday, mm -hmm. I used to love going to the Outback Steakhouse. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and that was on, on Ridge Pike in Montgomery County. Outback on Ridge. Yeah. yeah. So I always, just for you listening, I always got the chicken fingers with a ton of honey mustard and a scoop of ice cream at the still end. Still do. <laughs> still do. <laughs> <laughs> All those years later. So the first time we were, we actually had a big group for my birthday. Yeah. Um, a close family friend, mm -hmm. Aunt Jerry, mm -hmm. and my mom mm -hmm. drove us, and I would say six or seven of our friends. About that. So we went, we had a feast, and we didn't we didn't plan on doing this, nor did we ask. We've been told the tale somewhere close to this point. Now, my, my birthday's in January, so it's always freezing. Yep. But we all piled into the two cars, Aunt Jerry and Mom's car, and we made a detour on the way back to Philadelphia. We, instead of going left on Manor Road, which I explained it, now we're coming from the Outback Steakhouse, we go right at the golf course. Mm-hmm. Not knowing what the heck is going on. Nope, and we're going down the hill. Yep, so you start you start down that long stretch, Manor Road, you get to that white bridge, and all of a sudden, the car in front of us stops. I think Aunt Jerry was taking the lead. She had a station wagon. Right. My mom stops. Yep. And they honk the horn three times, and I think my mom did this on purpose, thinking of it now. Mm -hmm. It was as if the car shut off. Right, right. <laughs> now, what what I really think happened is because you you messed around a lot, and some of our friends were were like were goofballs. So, oh yeah. So I think once you guys probably had were clued in on what was going to happen, because then it was pitch black. My mom all of a sudden shuts her car off, and then we feel a shaking on the car itself. Mm -hmm. But the car I'm in, my mom's car. So I, th I think it was you guys messing around. Very well could have been. <laughs> like, but so, so you're young, again, young, impressionable. It's mm -hmm. like, whoa, something really happened. That was my, our first trip ever back Manor Road. Right. On a cold January night. Yeah. 
My mom shuts the car off, so I think the car shuts off and something starts shaking the darn car. <laughs> but we made it out. We're alive, obviously. There we, was, yeah, we did survive. There was no apparition, hookman, hangman, whatever. So that was our first journey down right. Manor Road and back. Right. And then we would do it other times with other people who'd never heard of it before. Exactly. You know. And then uh, even added on to it. We did. Right. So this is the experience. Notice there kind of wasn't anything that happened when you honked the horn. We didn't really say that there was a figure. So in college, my junior year, I had my first video production class. Yep. And I, I, I think, <laughs> stupidly, um, took on the dramatic film. Everybody else did mockumentaries, and they were easy. Mm-hmm. I took on making a horror film because it was my favorite genre. Yeah. So, Joe. That's where Chains was born. Chains was born. So Joe and I came up with a character now to fill that role mm-hmm. of Manor Road. Right. So we we dubbed him the Chain Man, even though like before that the hook would get thrown in there. So we were like, let's do something different. Yeah. So that's where the chains came in. So instead of like what comes to your car is the Chain Man. <laughs> and then one of the scenes that wasn't used in that that was filmed back by the bridge. We did the bridge thing. Yes. And we got out and across from that bridge on the other side of the creek is, it's like a, a bent, it's an old barn or It was something. like a stone structure. It's a stone, yeah. I don't think it was a house because like, but there's no roof on it anymore. And there's a tree growing through the middle of it. Right. You know, there's somewhat of a roof on it, but not really. So we took the camera and hopped mm-hmm. across and went into that structure. Yes. At which point there were now flashlights coming into the structure <laughs> and these red and blue lights from outside the structure. Yeah. So after doing that drive so many times, now the police decide to show up. Right. For the first time ever. For the ever. very first time. And this is, we went through all of high school taking, you know, friends. Yeah. Uh, different people back there to show them this bridge trick. Yep. And scare them. None of those times when we stopped on the bridge, which is very dangerous with your lights off, by the way. Very. <laughs> no one those, can see you. No. None of those <laughs> times a police officer came, but when we were filming the film, in co- filming the film, jeez, when we You're were filming, <laughs> in college, yep, uh, the cops showed up. They sure did. <laughs> and, uh, you know, luckily, like, they were kind of cool about it, but they're like, you know, what we thought was part of that legend, this abandoned building. Mm-hmm. Right next to it, it's like, oh, that's where, you know, he's got to be. Like, something something with that. Uh, no, it's private property. <laughs> <laughs> it's private property. We had, to, we had to leave. We didn't know that. And then they're like, what are you doing? And then we got a new name for that character. We did. Which the one cop is, he's like, what are you guys looking for, the cat man? <laughs> it's like, the cat man? I know. Who's the cat man? It's like, <laughs> cat man lane. It's like, what? What? <laughs> There's another variation to this. Right. So we didn't, this is one we had no idea about. These were, I guess, because the Springfield cops can also, so Springfield, Montgomery County, they can also pop uh, to the river. It's it's dating back to yeah, colonial we're, times. Yeah, we don't got to get into that whole thing. <laughs> no, but I believe it was two White Marsh cops that actually It was White stopped. Marsh guys, yeah. Yeah, so two White Marsh cops. And yes, the one guy, so the one cop was actually out there with the flashlight, came in, popped in the little house structure that we were in mm-hmm. filming. He's like, what are you doing? Yeah. 
So we all had to come out. Which wasn't that easy. Like, you had to, like, hop across the, that crick. Yes. Like, you had to make a move. Say we were unsavory characters, and he did that. Yeah. That could have been that dangerous. That very dangerous. Yeah. So it was the car, it was the police officer that remained in the car that had his window down, and it was, like, very creepy, because all we have is this flashlight, mm-hmm. whatever ambient light, because I was using one of the uh, cameras from the college, Filmed in HD, by the way, when it yes. was brand new. And then this police officer, his window down. You guys don't want to be here. I'm like, wait, why? Well, Catman will get you. I'm on Catman Lane. It's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> so we had never heard of no. the Catman, Catman Lane, nor did the police officer elaborate. We just knew we had to get the hell out of there, so we did. Yeah, he's pretty much, she's like, here's the joke, now get the fuck out of here. Just <laughs> <laughs> that, that simple. Yeah. So we did, but from that movie, uh, The Chain Man was born. We gave that profile. We kind of created a slasher character that we could have locally. Absolutely. And I think at the time, I did get a B-plus on on the film itself because I wrote a script. Mm-hmm. I wrote a well, treatment. They, they had made you go through the whole process. I made a treatment, then a script. And then we actually carried it out and made a film. Right. In HD. Right. And I think I should post that it. it's simply called Chains. Yeah. That was a good time. That was a lot of fun. It was. You know, even though that the movie itself doesn't have anything other than the chain man that came out of it, the movie itself doesn't have anything to do with Manor Road. Right. Outside of that. So that's like our local nearby thing that's like even like my daughter, so she's gonna be eleven. In December. It's like I told her about it. Ah. And it's just so much fun to see her just be like, like to see like the look in her eyes because she's buying all the crap I'm telling her. It's <laughs> like, what? So. But then when you get to the Manor Road, even when you get to Mequon Station in the river, there's like an overpass. Uh, yeah, I think the, that's it's the trail. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so when you're of that age, 11 years old, 12, I mean, yeah. I totally bought into it. When we were on that, when we took that road for the very first time, I thought this is the most haunted road in America. Something bad's going to happen. We are not going to make it. Yeah. I still get that feel. Like, I know, like, I take that. I take it all the time. <laughs> and just just for that fun feeling, just be like, ah, yeah. Such a good memory. Mm-hmm. And... And like you had said, they'd built up so much in the meantime. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's a necessity <laughs> to take that road because Ridge Pike and Ridge Ave are completely uh, I messed mean, if up. you're local and don't want to take Barren Hill Road to get into Roxburgh, take River to Manor. Right. You're in. <laughs> so, again, we have that story that we always hold true to us. We, we, it was told to us. I can't remember from who, but apparently I told you about Manor Road. We actually traveled it when we were 12. Then we created a fictional slasher guy, the Chain Man, Mm -hmm. and our student film, Chains. So what could have gone into that? Why would we have built this lure up around Mm -hmm. a road and the Chain Man and things like that? Like, how did we get there as kids? What? It wasn't just a creative mind. That helped scare us. No. But I think there's another story to tell here. Yeah, which is that traditional urban legend. Correct. As we had mentioned, that's right. Yeah. I mean, that's like our, our local one that's like connected to that story. Mm-hmm. And fun fact, because we are from Pennsylvania, we can take ownership of that story because it comes 
out of Pennsylvania, supposedly. Really? Supposedly, or it's either that or just the hook-handed lunatic escapes from a local institution in Pennsylvania. Hmm. It's like we border a couple states, but why why would you go there just to kill somebody? Right. I mean, I get it. I've driven through New Jersey plenty of times. I've wanted to kill somebody. <laughs> Not like this. No. <laughs> and we, well, we can actually... And they got their own thing. They got the Pine Barrens that we'll talk about with their devil and all that. That and also another creepy road in New Jersey. If you're listening to the Red River Horror Podcast, you're probably familiar with Clinton Road in North Jersey. So mm. we will do another podcast on that. Oh, yeah. But you're saying we can take ownership. So if you're listening out in California, out in Las Vegas, Seattle, mm. wherever you are listening to the Red River Horror Podcast, we just told the story local to us. And Joe is now saying that it is a Pennsylvania story as far as the urban legend according, goes. According to where it comes to Dear Abby, Dear Abby Letter. Oh. From nineteen from the nineteen fifties is where it starts picking up steam. This the legend itself. The legend itself. So that's what I was able to find. This which comes from let's see, became very popular among nineteen fifty nine and continued to expand in the sixties. Now that makes a ton of sense because during the fifties a lot more people are driving. Yes. Like driving is just skyrocketing the amount of people in cars, so they're therefore car stories. Yeah, sure. Yeah, that's what comes with it. Uh, let's see. Let's take a couple. This is from the 1950s, the letter in the Dear Abby, and it's uh, very very basic. It's the one you know. It's like, a fellow and his date pulled into their favorite lover's lane to listen to the radio and do a little necking. The music was interrupted by an announcer who said there was an escaped convict in the area who had served time for multiple criminal charges. He was described as having a hook instead of a right hand. The couple became frightened and drove away. So that's the first one to scare you. So now it just, then it's just like the way we built on manor. Yeah. This one just like built on on every way people heard it. So we have the pitter patter and it's him hanging from a tree. You have ah. the scratch in the door. We'll, we'll continue. I'd like to hear the next level. So they, they actually got it with the first lovers that saw right. this. So like that's the base of the, of the legend. Wow. <clears throat> And then, you know, it goes on from there with the the one we talked about earlier. It's like, oh, the feet, the door on hand. Yeah, just kind of teased that um, earlier. Then one of my favorite things <laughs> in a funny way was someone on 4chan who typed it out in very broken English. And I have a narration of it if you'd like to hear it. I and do. We'll but save it. We'll save it for a little bit. Yeah, I'm trying to... I'm just... I'm sorry to the internet folks out there. Yeah. Uh, can you explain what 4chan is? Oh, 4chan. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know how to... Ex it's, you know, it's an anonymous social media platform. Okay. You know, like Reddit, but a little more graphic. Ah. Okay. A little more free, I guess you could say. Hmm. So Reddit's monitored? A little bit. Okay. For the most part. Like, they've they've tightened up over years, over last few years so 4chan reddit i know i need to i am so and there's 8chan up. and all that but you know if you oh, want to go into a deep dig on all that we can do that outside uh, of this facebook twitter and instagram i got that down mm. if you can follow us on all those platforms at red river horror facebook or uh, yeah. twitter and instagram 
Facebook.com slash Red River Horror. Um, uh, I guess I'll leave the 4chaning and the uh, Reddit to you. Well, I can't 4chan. That's not how 4chan works. Oh, <laughs> all right. Never mind then. But yeah, I would like to hear the story. I mean, from 4chan. I could. It would be weird. So, no, but 4chan, you just find so much just like these sites, you just find dumb shit. Okay. So, I want you to give a listen from 4chan on this hot take of the story. Okay. Man and girl go out to drive under moonlight. They stop at on at a side of road. He turned to his girl and say, Baby, I love you very much. What is it, honey? Our car is broken down. I think the engine is broken. It'll walk and get some more fuel. Okay. I'll stay here and look after our stereo. There have been news report of stairs being stolen. Good idea. Keep the doors locked no matter what. I love you, sweaty. So the guy left to get full for the car. After two hours, the girls say, Where is my baby? He was supposed to be back by now. Then the girl hear a scratching sound and voice say, Let me in. The girl doesn't do it, and then after a while, she goes to sleep. The next morning, she wakes up and finds her boyfriend still not there. She gets out to check in man door, hand hook, car door. <laughs> oh my gosh. So that oh is boy. A, a broken English version that was typed out and narrated a bunch right. of times. So I just want to clarify they, they need fuel for the car. The boyfriend goes to walk to get it. A voice. Well, he doesn't well, show No, up. there's not normally a voice. So that was just this one guy who typed it out in very poor English, whether it was done on purpose or not. Oy. I don't care. I love it. I was about to read it myself, but I just like the one I found on YouTube. Mm-hmm. I love you, sweaty. <laughs> I love you, sweaty. <laughs> Needed to get full, full for the car. So did you give the full... You actually had a story there with the Argens that said it, it originated in Pennsylvania, this road. Yeah, so right. it comes down... I can read you the full Dear Abby. I mean, I read the one... Uh, the one excerpt and then we can you know i'll finish it off if you'd like yeah please okay so we'll do we'll do you know we'll just, we'll just start from the top real quick so it's the dear abby if you are interested in teenagers you will print this story i don't know whether it's true or not but it doesn't matter because it served its purpose for me a fellow and his date pulled into their favorite lover's lane to listen to the radio and do a little necking The music was interrupted by an announcer who said there was an escaped convict in the area who had served time for rape and robbery. He was described as having a hook instead of a right hand. The couple became frightened and drove away. When the boy took his girl home, he went around to open the car door for her. Then he saw a hook on the door handle. I will never park to make out as long as I live. I hope this does the same for other kids. Jeanette. Wow. So and maybe that's, that's how it started is like to stop kids from fooling around in cars. That just yeah. like they say it follows. It's it's yeah. like the perfect what is that, condom? <laughs> or, I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> is if you have sex, <sighs> it will follow you. So that mm-hmm. was from nineteen fifty It didn't give me a day, just a nine like I got a generic I got like fifty seven, fifty eight, and then this other one, the one I just read is possibly on Oh, my birthday in nineteen sixty, November eighth, nineteen sixty. November eighth, nineteen sixty. So So yeah, I could conflicting see. things as you find on the internet. And, you know, we'll leave it at that. I don't really you know, 
should we really dig in and be like, well, that was definitely done on this day and this day. It's like, yeah, late 50s is good enough for me. Yeah, just just like our, our story of Manor Road and the, the chain man as it became known and all that stuff. Yeah. There, there's no exact dates, but so I have a few stories here that I'd like to get to. Oh, yeah. About, well, it's it's actually, I found this, and I, I found it interesting because a lot of these different companies, these different businesses, mm-hmm. do this content marketing where they type up articles, and the idea is to use keywords so that you can rank high in the Google searches so someone might find you even by accident right? if you're looking for their services. So Schaefer Auto Body Centers, thank you very much for uh for this one because it's got a few kind of compacted on the one page here. i like it nice yeah very cool so i'll do the don't flash your headlights okay this i think you could see in the urban legends film from 98 but well this is from schaefer auto body they compacted a bunch of these stories so don't flash your headlights This might be one of the most notable urban legends about the dangers of driving, with its origins dating as far back as the 1980s. The original myth was stoked by fears of the Hells Angels, a biker gang who were famed for marauding the western half of the United States. This myth saw a resurgence during the 1990s with the advent of the internet and email forwards. Updated uh, to fears of Los Angeles gangs, The myth told of drivers who would leave their high beams on to lure drivers into their trap. As innocent and helpful drivers saw them, they would be tempted to flash their high beams as well, just to notify the driver of their mistake. Little would these innocent people know that they were triggering a gang initiation, with the first person to flash their high beams becoming the target of a sick and twisted game. The gang initiate would then chase down and hurt the person who flashed their headlights in order to gain full membership into the gang. Mm. So that's the... You know, that's one I always bought into, too. Like, there was times where it's like after first hearing that when I was driving, like, someone flashed their beams at me and I, like, I knew I had my headlights on. <laughs> like, I would be like, uh... Is, it, is this, is this, what, is this what's happening? Put it this way. If, if someone was driving down Manor Road with their headlights off at night... I would not flash my headlights at all. Just go right by. <laughs> like, nope. Pull out of nopes. And you know what's funny is, like, you mentioned uh, the movie Urban <laughs> Legends, which, like, that's definitely in there. And we're talking about the Hookman, mm-hmm. who is not Urban Legends, but a different horror movie around the same time, right before it. Uh, 92. Uh, Candyman? No, I wasn't even going Candyman. Oh, was oh my gosh, yes. How I still I know what you did last summer. Uh, I know what He's, you did. Oh, I know what you did. It's yeah, okay, it's okay. It's, it's, That's the sequel. It's all those dimension films Same from the late guy. 90s. They all yeah. Re- yeah, yeah. Same thing. Brasilia. <laughs> the capital of Brazil. But anyway, <laughs> so that film, well, I figure I was born in 86. You were lucky you were 85, so you always had that one up. It's like, nah, I'm an 85 guy, not 86. Like the very first week of January. (laughs) (laughs) So this all lines up. Urban Legend, the film, came out in 1998. Mm. So I saw it then. What a perfect time for one of the parentals to tell the story of Manor Road and then just happened to take us 
back Manor Road after my twelfth uh, or thirteenth right. birthday. Yeah. <laughs> so this lines up perfectly because I remember the Be Kind Rewind. Yep. At that time, West Coast Video yep. was still in the Andorra Shopping Center. R.I.P. R.I.P. Oh, that was a gem. So do you want to hear another one? Yeah. Give me one more. All right. This was actually in the movie as well. Driving down a dark and dusty road can be frightening when you feel so disconnected from the rest of the world. This was especially true before the age of cell phones. This urban legend played on those fears of being alone on a highway with someone sinister lurking right behind you. A woman is driving all alone on a quiet country highway. From the distance, she sees headlights come up behind her. It's a large truck with a shadowy figure in the driver's seat. The truck follows her for a few miles when, suddenly, it flashes its headlights at her. The woman motions for the truck to go around, yet they continue to follow her. The woman is frustrated and goes to motion for the car to pass again, when suddenly the car speeds up and rams the back of her car. Ooh. The truck continues to flash their lights and ram her car, leaving her frightened. In order to lose the truck, she veers off into a gas station parking lot, running inside to ask the station attendant to call the police. The truck also pulls into the parking lot of the gas station, and a big, burly truck driver comes storming inside. The woman begins to panic, only to be surprised when the truck driver asks the station attendant to call the police as well. He noticed that there was a murderous man in the woman's back seat and was trying to warn her. Ooh. <laughs> that's, well, that's a good one, too. It is. And mm. again, because that film came out in 98 and they actually did that, they mm -hmm. went through... I mean, that was like their thing. Yeah. They just went through as many urban legends as they could. So I had never... I had not heard that story before seeing that film. Right. So to me, it was like, oh my gosh, if that actually happened... Whoa. Ah, I'd that, lose it. Yeah. <laughs> and again, you drive down Manor Road. All comes back to Manor Road. I'm yep. thinking, no freaking way. It's the place for our urban legend. It's <laughs> very that's that's what it is to us. Exactly. You know, and if anybody else out there, if you have something that you want to tell us, please tweet at me at Red River Joe and we will be in touch and we can, you know, discuss your local urban legend. Yeah. No, it's very fun. Yeah, no, it's great. And it's part of what we're going to be doing with this show is going to be doing, you know, we'll find other local legends, other urban legends. And we got some other fun ideas that'll be coming out soon, too. Yeah. So. But until then, let's head towards the end and wrap up with our uh, fresh article on RedRiverHeart.com for Nick Cush from Movie Babble. Yes. So this episode will come out on Monday, August 10th. And what we will take a look at here is the movies coming out from August 7th, right? Yeah, August 7th will be the first week in Nick Cush's uh, Red River Horror's August movie preview. So, I don't want to mispronounce the name, but I will. Amy Simetz, hmm. Simetz, her sophomore feature film, She Dies Tomorrow, is what it's called. Good title. She Dies Tomorrow seems to be tapping into the existential fear many are experiencing right now wherein women begin to feel an overwhelming sense that they are going to die the following day. I, wow. Huh. <laughs> Without much of an explanation for why, that might be the case. 
The sensation moves from one person to the next like a virus, uh, mm. infecting their every move with a crippling fear that borders on farce at times. It's worth noting, while She Dies Tomorrow has a premise that could lend to over-the-top horror theatrics, it appears far more subdued and cerebral, focusing on one's internal state rather than an outrageous display of hysteria. I like that. So, yep, it's called She Dies Tomorrow. Amy, I'm apo I apologize if I butcher <laughs> your last name. Simetz. Simetz. Uh, supposed to come out August 7th. Yeah, that sounds pretty cool. And I'll just go through some of the uh, video on demand releases. Yeah, absolutely. So, Starlight, August 4th. The Soul Collector, also August 4th. Uh, Swallow, August 4th. And Movie Babble has a review for that, so you can see Movie Babble's review of Swallow. Mm hmm. Blackwater Abyss, August 7th. August 8th, Limbo. The Wretched on... Uh, yeah, we'll do one more. The Wretched on August 11th. And that's another one reviewed by Movie Babble as well. So a good list of uh, video on demand, DVD releases. Yeah, and then it, that trailer looks interesting. So I will definitely be checking that out once we're done recording. She Dies Tomorrow, the official trailer. You can watch it on RedRiverHorror.com. Oh, yeah. So this was a lot of fun getting to talk about Manor Road, talk about our man, the chain man, talk about the hook man. You know, if anybody out there has a story to tell about their own local urban legends, you know, let us know. You can hit me at at Red River Joe on Twitter. You can email us, too. Yes. And that's Red River Horror at Gmail dot com. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Anything else to add there? Well, so it's also, as you know, with Gmail, Google, mm -hmm. YouTube, subscribe to our YouTube channel. That's and right. I will post the Chains film to our YouTube channel. Oh, man. So you can see what we're talking about. <laughs> oh, boy. But uh, you can follow me. I'm Eddie Kayazo. You can follow me at Red River Horror. Again, email us, redriverhorror at gmail.com. Joe, I just wanted to... Thank you. It was good reliving some of these old memories about Manor Road. It really was, and that's that'll be the title. Episode 3, Manor Road. Yeah, so if you're ever in the Philadelphia area and you want to actually drive the road, remember it's the northwest section of the city on the Montgomery County border. Yeah. The first street that you can turn left on after that is Manor Road. Absolutely. Check it out. It's you know, it's even a nice drive, especially in the fall. Absolutely. Yeah, you know, it's beautiful. Mm -hmm. It's a beautiful little stretch of road. So, Joe, I'm, I'm going to sign off. Thank you so much. All right. This has been Eddie and Joe for Red River Harbor. Keep traveling those channels of fear. In your car. <laughs>